Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday show. Um, today on the show, we're talking about Christmas selling, why you need to, to start now if you want to move by next summer. Yes, next summer, starting at Christmas. <laughs> um, this morning on the show, I've got Susan. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Perry. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. Hi, how are you doing? I'm not actually in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in I'm in Faroe Airport. Faroe Airport. That'll be fun then with all the delays that are going on. I saw your queues the other day. Yep. Don't don't say anything else about delays. I just want to get home. <laughs> Brilliant. So well, welcome oh, to the show, everybody. Um hopefully you'll enjoy listening to what we have to say and giving you some good advice. So Christmas selling, why you need to get ready now before you want to sell for summertime. So we all know it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, so it's a bit soon to be talking but moving in the summer, you would think, or is it? <laughs> so usually this time of year is all about office parties. Actually, we had ours last night. It was very nice, Jim. Um, shame you missed out, but it was quite good. Don't know what time the young team got home. Us oldies were quite sensible, Susan, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, we were home at a sensible time. Left them to party we on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So as I say, it's all about Christmas parties and family gatherings and frantic last minute shopping. I know I'm going to be doing some of that today. Um, but Christmas 22 is more than just the season to be jolly. Um, it's also an important date if you're planning to move in the summer. Um, and certainly around about this time of year, we see quite a lot of activity with people in regards to after Christmas Day thinking, actually, for one reason or another, the house doesn't work, their circumstances are changing and they might want to be moving. So. It's mainly because, again, also conveying <laughs> there's a bit of a logjam with that. Delaying many sales by months sometimes, um, causing countless nail-biting moments at the end. Um, I know a lot of changes in regards to governmental policies, etc. And that can be a bit daunting for people, make things delayed a little bit. But right now we've recorded an average time of 150 days this year between accepting an offer and moving out. That is a massive amount of time. That's like four months. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Um, so let's say you put your home in the market today and a buyer within a month maybe realistically comes up. We're seeing at the moment on average, it's taken really anything between six and eight weeks to sell. So say you put it on today, you've got six and eight weeks. You're mm -hmm. then kind of really into maybe mid-February. Um, so, you know, then you've got all your conveying thing mm -hmm. that 150 days I've just mentioned. So that can make a big difference to you. Um, so between accepting your offer, as I say, and moving out, let's say you put your home today, as I said, you find your buyer, within that month, um, a realistic moving date could really be June. That's quite scary. That's not surprising, though, because mm -hmm. it is a convincing process that holds everything up. Um, so, mm -hmm. so my advice to people out there, and we're going to be talking about most of this anyway, but my advice is uh, make sure you get all the information and the paperwork to your solicitor way beforehand. Um, in order to in order to get that over the line quicker, um, because it will it will hold you up. I mean, you've got title disputes as well, which might come in. Just just because a small boundary would be different. Um, mm -hmm. So there is a huge hold up. So people actually don't think it'll it'll take a long time. I generally get people coming coming to me and saying, "Take it, my house will be sold in a month," and uh, and I said, "Yeah, it'll be sold in a month." Oh, I can't do it that quick. I went, "Well, wait a minute. You've got the you've got the solicitor process to go after that, mm -hmm. which will take about three or four months." So yeah, mm -hmm. you've got to you've got to put your house in the market now to think about moving in in, in summer. That's where mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Totally. One of the things that I and just to give some feedback on. Can that, I just add a bell here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Even 
Well, I never realised expire, and a lot of people don't think about that as well. They get one from the bank or wherever they're getting their mortgage, and have not realised that it's out of date by the time they purchase their house. So I found that recently. Yeah, it's a big thing. We had an example actually where there was a title issue, as you say there, Jim, and we had a situation with a client actually where the, the house had sold previously, but it had never been picked up. But then when they were looking yeah. to sell it on, they had a title issue. And the title issue actually ended up meaning that they didn't sell in exchange for 10 months. That was massive delay for them. Unexpected That's, too. It's not, it's not surprising, but the key here is to make sure the buyer is completely aware of what's going on. So they can manage their expectations about when they need to move into their new property. Because after all, people buy homes because it's their next dream home. They don't buy it just for the sake of buying it. It's what they see in it is the most important thing for them. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So again, you know, just to continue on that, if you have any kind of deadline, um, like getting a school place, for instance, you want to maybe move to a certain catchment for your kids going to school, um, no. that catchment might be oversubscribed. Um, so you may be relocating for work. Um, it's essential to give yourself enough time to make all of this happen um, and make sure that you've got everything in place. Um, but don't fret, because it's Christmas, um, it has some unique once a year advantages to finding a buyer as well. So whether your home is already in the market or you're preparing to sell it soon, our, our show this week really is to give you some ideas of the festive season and how you can secure your home and move by summer. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So it's a season to be selling them. Why is that? Well, the days of the property market shutting down for Christmas, and I've said it, are long gone. Um, you're only as busy or as quiet as your estate agent that you're using will be. That's what it comes down to. Now, searching for a home is just as festive as mince pies and mistletoe now. Everybody does it every single day, and they've got alerts on their phone, and it's, uh, information's available 24 hours every single time. Because of that, a lot of traditional people actually shut down for Christmas. Um, so what happens there is they switch off, but your inquiry switch off as well, because mm -hmm. you still need that. So even though they can see the property on the market, the inquiry mm -hmm. process needs to be followed up. And if it's not followed up, then literally you'll sit there for two weeks, potentially with somebody looking to make an offer or wanting to see your house desperately in a position to proceed. And if your agent isn't active enough or react, well, I would say proactive enough. I wouldn't say reactive, I'd say proactive enough to make sure that you can actually get that inquiry dealt with and then get the viewing processed, um, then you could potentially miss out on that buyer. So it's, mm -hmm. it's essential. So, so if you've been gearing up to sell a new year, here's why it could be worth actually um, bringing forward your plans. And, it's, and it is. Now, I'll tell you at this point in time, I've sold a house on Christmas Day, I've sold a house on Christmas Eve, I've sold a house on Boxing Day, I've sold a house on New Year's Day, and I've sold a house on Hogmanay. All to prove that point is you're as busy or as quiet as your agent is. It's all it comes down to. So, as I said, if you've been gearing up for this new year, here's why it's important that you could be bringing forward your plans. Uh, visits to your property porters are hitting their annual peak in the week after Christmas Day. The Boxing Day bounce kicks in straight away. Mm -hmm. As people use their festive break to make life decisions, mm -hmm. catch them while they're hot. Mm -hmm. Now, life decisions. Uh, let's be honest, and, mm -hmm. and, and this is yeah. human nature and human behaviour, and, and you know it, it happens that most people, when they're going to make a decision to part company, 
usually wait for the kids till after Christmas and New Year's over, and then that's when they go, right, now is the time to go our separate ways. Um, a lot of people as well, equally, then decide to propose on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they start hunting to have a house together. Yeah, no, and, it's nice. And then also, a lot of people in, um, <laughs> make decisions on new jobs. So remember as well, Christmas is a once a year opportunity to enhance your home with mm-hmm. heartwarming seasonal touches. Uh, we'll talk a bit more of that later on. Uh, you can also build extra time uh, to beat uh, the current convincing delays and pave the way to complete your move for summer. Um, so that's important as well, just like we spoke about the convincing process. If you are just about to put your house in the market, make sure you contact your solicitor straight away and actually get all the information to them and they need things like who your mortgage uh, provider is, because then they'll need that to do the um, surrender value when you redeem your mortgage. Mm-hmm. They'll then order the titles up earlier um, and then they'll get all the they'll get the ball rolling and get all the preparatory work done, done beforehand. So when you get that offer, it's not a case of going, I've got an offer and running about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the solicitor goes, why did you not tell me sooner? I could have had mm-hmm. all this work done beforehand so you could have got this done quicker. That's exactly the response you'll get from your solicitor when you do that. So tell them in advance that you're doing it. Now, we do this anyway automatically. As soon as you're listed on the system, it automatically sends an email to your solicitor and we tag them onto your file and it sends them out and says, by the way, this person's just put their house on the market. You need to get in touch with them and get all the all the processes and get everything, get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. The other and one as well is all, although sorry, mortgage so, rises. Sorry, okay, can I just, make a com- uh, just to make a comment on that, actually, Jim, we had a situation recently. Um, and some people, as you, you've constantly say this, Jim, people don't know what they don't know. But actually, we had a situation recently where we had taken an offer on a property sent everything over to the solicitor. The solicitor didn't even know the client was selling their house. The client just yeah. didn't even think about the fact that they had to communicate that to the solicitor. They kind of thought that's something that would happen at the end rather than something happen at the beginning. It really did delay that sale process for a good few weeks. If you've agreed an entry date, which is actually quite quick, mm-hmm. that could cause a problem for your buyer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll tell you, and I use this phrase quite a lot, um, sometimes people can get bent out of shape. Do you know that Duffy Duck cartoon? where he just used to go, <laughs> all these funny moves, you know, kind of like that, sort of the bent out of shape thing. Uh, when people actually don't, when they get an answer they don't expect, and mm-hmm. they get upset about it, they get bent out of shape. So the other one as well, finally, is although mortgage rates have come down mm-hmm. since October spike, there's still further base rate rises, and it happened the other day, um, another half point, but it was expected. Um, fixed rates are expected to come down and settle on the, in the new year, potentially, because we've got more certainty now. And many buyers want to lock in deals and secure their homes now. But as you said, Susan, if you've got a mortgage in principle and it lasts three months, if you've not got your conveyancing process done quick enough, your mortgage in principle could mm-hmm. disappear and you could be on a new rate. Because some lenders will actually secure that rate via there and then. Yeah. Um, but some lenders mm-hmm. equally as well will actually say, okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine, that's the rate we'll give mm-hmm. you, but when it comes to actually the final conclusion, that's the rate you're going to get. So if it does change, please bear in mind uh, that's what you're going to get. Now, if base rate rises are on the way, you want to get this through as quick as possible so that doesn't happen, and you've got more certainty about what your outlays are going to be. You do not want to wait for last minute. Realise that mortgage rates have gone up, and you can mm-hmm. no longer afford this house. And you've concluded missives, by the way, and you cannot back out mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. So there's repercussions mm-hmm. for that. So 
That's why you need mm -hmm. to do it. It's also worth mentioning that January, traditionally, yeah. when lots of homes hit the market, mm -hmm. so you can get ahead of those sellers and avoid getting lost in that, that mass ocean of competition by making your home available now and just getting that. It's, it's like the analogy we spoke about the other day, Barry, about you're on, you're on the start line in January when you decide to put your house in the market. Okay, I'm on the start line of a race. You're on the start line in January. But just so happens, somebody else has done the preparatory work now, right now, even between the Christmas and New Year period. They've got all their photographs done. They've got their home report done. They've got their description done. They've managed to get their their um, their videographer, like somebody like me, a walkthrough, to do it on a sunny day because we've been given enough notice and we've been able to get the best days to do that. Um, so by the time you've started on the, you're standing on the start line, ready to go in January, I'm running past you. Mm -hmm. And you're too late. Yeah. I'm away ahead yeah, of you. Yeah. I'm away mm -hmm. ahead of the crowd uh, for that very reason. And that's where mm -hmm. you want to be as a, mm -hmm. as a seller. You want to put yourself in that comfortable situation. That doesn't mean to say you're going to sell your house quicker. But what it does mean, it gives you more time to mm -hmm. be less stressed about the process. Because if somebody jumps in straight away, even though you jump in straight, oh, what happens if my house sells so quick? That's what people think. It might not because of the current market. Because it does take about, on average, two months now to sell a house um, because of the amount of supply on the market. Um, but what happens if my house sells so quick is usually the, the question we get quite a lot. And it's, it's like, that's fine. All we need to do is manage the buyer. In other words, if you don't have a house to go to, because this is usually the next question, I don't have a house to go to. That's the real reason that you don't want your house to sell so quick. And that's fine. So what you do is you make sure you manage the expectations of the buyer when they inquire. So when they inquire with you, you just say, look, you know, what sort of entry mm -hmm. date are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking for something within the next six months because I really need something because I've got to be out of my place. Well, I'm sorry, but there's no way you're going to get this house in the next six uh, the next six weeks. Sorry, the next six weeks. There's no way you're going to get this house in the next six weeks because our seller has not got their next house yet. Therefore, it's unlikely they're going to agree to an entry date, which is six weeks, unless your offer is going to be absolutely out of this world. That's probably the only reason they'll consider that. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll take it to them and see what their thoughts are. Uh, and then that, that's that process you can get from there. So you can manage the expectations of the buyers when they inquire and also when they're actually on the viewing and also when uh, they decide to make an offer. And um, so there's no surprises up front because classic example is buyer comes along, their expectations is they want to move in six weeks. Mm -hmm. Nobody discusses this with them. They go around the seller's house. The seller's expectations is they've not got anywhere else to go yet. So I'll have to take a longer entry date. Still no one's discussed it. And then they make come a, a fantastic offer and then say, but I want it in six weeks. Mm -hmm. And then the seller goes, well, I can't do that. I'm sorry. It's no happening. And then you think to yourself, wait a minute. I've wasted the buyer's time. I've wasted the seller's time. And I've wasted our time. Everybody's time has been completely wasted. And we just qualified that process in the beginning and managed everybody's expectations to see if that could happen before we started the journey. Mm -hmm. Really important point you're making there, Jim, actually, and we have mm -hmm. experienced that quite yeah. frequently. I mean, one of the big multiple occasions where that happened was with the new builds in St. Monans, where we were managing expectations there because there was the constant delays in those builds because of supplies wasn't there. So again, it was about managing yeah. expectations of the buyers there. Um, but we, we do that and we have, a, we have a situation just now with a sale that offer was accepted two months ago. 
the intended move date's not until August next year. So as long as everyone is aware of it at the beginning, it does save on a lot of pain points going along the journey. But also, as you say, it saves all of that initial time yeah. as well, because then your seller's not getting excited thinking that they're getting a great offer that actually won't then happen because your buyer doesn't appreciate actually the situation. And it kind of causes a bit of a rift as well within the relationship too, doesn't it? So it's about making sure that everything is really qualified at the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Susan, what else is there? Here, isn't it? Mm. Okay, so launching or relaunching on the Day. Okay, so visit our numbers to a property portal like Rightmove that we use in Zoopla. So they go through the roof on Boxing Day and in the new year. It's because a lot of sitting at home, we're on holiday, and that's what we would phone, so we do a research. So whether you're starting to sell um, or you want to switch to a new agent or simply change a price, um, you've got the opportunity to reach your biggest audience by doing it at that time of year. So it's quite good to get yourself organised up and ready. Let's start for the start of the year. Um, so the buyer demand on right move. OK, so for 2021, over that Christmas period, it was up by 23% on 2020's uh, numbers. Now, that's amazing. Um, so what do you think about that then? What's your thoughts? Certainly that's what we see, Jim, don't we? We call it the, the Boxing Day Bounce. Um, and there's many reasons why people do that. And Jim kind of mentioned it earlier on there in regards to the fact that people have had either a really happy Christmas <laughs> because things in their lives are going well and they've decided that they're moving mm -hmm. or maybe something has not quite worked. Or actually people mm -hmm. are are quite sensible and some people might understand and appreciate the information that we're sharing already and so they know that that's a really good time just to get themselves off the starting block anyway and get ready and um, we've got two clients actually this week that have decided to do that and we're getting photos and videos and descriptions and everything done next week because they have taken on board and actually people are off for two weeks near enough everything shuts down so it's a great time if you're looking to get the activity and get ahead of the game and go out there and view properties you can and so the the initial way of doing that as Jim will always say everything happens on this so people just go yeah. crazy on the phones don't they Jim yep absolutely and then retargeting campaigns on social media well. actually give you a golden opportunity to actually get brought... in front of people sorry I think we had a bit of a right, guys, I, yeah. I'll have to go just yeah. now okay so yeah. I'll need to get my flight so I'll see you later okay, okay. bye bye okay. bye safe trip bye 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 I'm saying that at that time of year too, Perry, you've got families that um, work really hard throughout the year. This is the time to sit down and make life-changing decisions, isn't it? They've, they've yeah. not got the time during the year to sit down, have a period where they want to go in the start of the year. It's a way of starting a fresh new year, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think as well when Did we talk about okay, the Perry? kind of... Yeah. yeah, and yeah, absolutely. I think the same as when you're talking about the kind of relaunching on Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean filling your Christmas week with viewings, but it does mm -hmm. mean reaching the year's biggest audience mm -hmm. so you can gather inquiries um, and generate a bit of excitement mm -hmm. around your property as well. That's right, that's right. So it's basically if your home is already for sale and your viewings have dried up, okay, um, it's time to make a fresh start at the new year and get all shiny and get a new listing done um, so that then you get right back to the top of the search again, which is really something that you're aiming to do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think for, that, so, for people as well who are getting, getting themselves... 
oh, we've got a wee bit of delay there, Susan, sorry. But yeah, for, for people who are looking to move, I think it's a really good time to, to plan it. And if you don't want to launch or relaunch your home on Boxing Day, mm -hmm. you've still got enough time just to contact us, mm -hmm. you know, and we can have a discussion with yourselves. Um, feel free to do that. The links are going to be in the show as well about how you can reach us. But, you know, you can start to get everything ready now. Um, we're always available. Um, we're kind of 24-7, even though the office isn't open. So feel free to reach out to us. But one of the other ways as well is kind of making your house look nice. So, you know, decking your halls with a bit of Scandi style is, is a good thing as well. So when you're done with Christmas, um, the Christmas decorations can make your home even more saleable, actually. Um, I'm going to be doing mine today. I'm a bit late this year, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but getting yourself ready is, is a, a massive done. thing. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not so great, Susan. I'm, I've been a bit late this year, but the Scandinavians <laughs> have definitely mastered this as well, though. Um, you know, they pay, pared down their hoogie styles and they've got all their woods and oh, they take we need to take a leaf out of their book a little bit and create an irresistible coziness that highlights your home's finer features. And I think that that's what people want to see. So what kind of features would you be highlighting, Susan? What's your thoughts on that? Right, okay, so if you're going to put a Christmas tree up, it's lovely to have a nice Christmas tree up, but try and take over the whole living area with it. Let's put a smaller one up, minimalise it. You want the tree, but you don't want something overtaking your room, do you? Um, because no. you want to actually show the floor space in that room. So you want mm -hmm. to show the wealth how big it is, that room, don't you? Because you're trying to sell your property. So having this big tree and making your room look small, that's not the best way to do it. So basically, um, have the tree and stick to basic colours. You don't have to have it like all multicolored so try your greens your whites your your golds let's have it nice plain sort of no two in your face because you're trying to yeah. show the room and not just the christmas tree if you get what i mean mm -hmm. try this side of the room mm -hmm. yeah uh, also another thing that i would consider is do not have christmas cards everywhere try and keep them to either a wee unit or just one wee wall space or a wee door space have a wee hanging, didn't have them everywhere in the room. Try to keep it decluttered if you like. Mm -hmm. You know, have it I think that's a really, I think that's then you know yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good point, Susan. I mean, I have that issue when we all do, don't we? You open the envelopes, you read the cards, you think, well, that's lovely. And then you stand there kind of holding it and you're like, right, where am I gonna put it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And then you can have them everywhere. It's I you're, you're trying to show the room, but you're trying to show that you're in the crystal, you've got your cards and that displayed because it's a difficult time selling your house. We all know that um, because you're trying to keep your house clean, you're trying to keep your viewings up, you're trying to keep everybody happy um, and you're trying to sell a property. So, But you're living there too sometimes. So you have to, uh, there's a balance, isn't there? Mm -hmm, definitely and I think as well that's one of the things that the, the Danish niche figures are really nice for that and you know they're quite timeless in regards to your decorations as well so we all like decorations but you want to have the kind of wholesome seasonal spirit that again makes it look like Christmas because you want to display that your home is a home and that it's lived in but without going overboard mm -hmm. with it you know you might want to do away with the inflatable Santas this year for instance if you're selling. <laughs> I've seen a few of them last night on a night out uh, we certainly did, we certainly did. But I think warm white fairy lights are a good yeah. thing as well. You don't want to go too bright with your, your lights, but I think warm fairy lights are really nice. Um, they've kind of got that magical feeling about them as well. So that's a nice thing to, to have around the home, but not overdoing it. Filling up glass vases. This is definitely up our street, this bit, Susan. We're doing all the decor and the fun stuff. <laughs> Jim left at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I know because like, you can have some nice. Um, uh, yeah, you can have some nice over lights over your fireplace and things like that. If you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it as well when you've got like the glass vases as well, and you've got the nice lights in the vases. That looks fantastic. I, I really like that. And strung lights over the fireplace are quite nice as well. I think that's a nice yeah. thing. Um, they're good for brightening up dark corners as well so that's mm -hmm. really important as well because you don't want people kind of looking in the rooms and thinking that they're dark so nice to kind of brighten them up and make them feel warm and cozy um, but minimize the overhead decorations mm -hmm. that's never a good thing because actually what you're then doing is making the, the room look a bit cluttered and, and makes it look much much smaller as well if you've got things hanging from the ceilings um, so definitely don't be doing that. Mm -hmm. It's more about what you're putting on the walls and on your furnishings, although it's minimalistic and nice, mm -hmm. you don't want to overdo it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically letting people see that room and see the size of that room, isn't it? But it's nice mm -hmm. to let them see that you've got a nice Christmas atmosphere as well. It looks lovely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So yeah. the final thing to remember as well on that is when your viewings are happening, at this time of year as well, it was pretty dark. I mean, even this morning, it was about half past eight here before it got light. So, and then in the evenings, you're really into mm -hmm. kind of mid-afternoon. You're getting to the really three o'clock time-ish and it's not so great. So again, it's about making sure that you try and do it in the daylight. But if your viewing does have to happen in the dark, because um, we are at winter at the end of the day, um, take a little bit of time just to make sure that you've got all your lights on and that your decorations are nice but we do have a blog that we did previously as well about evening viewings and again the link will be on the post and um, so feel free to kind of dip into that if, if you're watching the show later on um, and that'll give you some ideas about how to create that perfect atmosphere and get some nice lighting there because it's not always practical for people to view during the day because people have got commitments and jobs and, and working and what have you and even through the holiday season people will still be working so if they see your house and they want to buy it, we do need to try to accommodate the viewings. But um, nice tips on that article about how you can go about making your property nice. Yeah. Um, so setting the scene for winter drive-bys as Basically. well. People seem to, people forget that people are getting drive-bys too. So what would be your thoughts on that, Susan? Oh, I know because I've I've heard a couple of people this week actually said to me they're going to have drive-bys now. Um, we couldn't do much yesterday for the weather. Um, so there was a certain lady that said to me, it's okay, I'll just do a drive-by, I'm close by, I'm just going to drive by. Nobody knows, if you're selling your house, you don't know who's coming past and what they're coming past for. They could be just passing traffic, but always think that could be your buyer. So it's a case mm -hmm. of basically having your house ready for that. So um, things that I would be doing is making sure that I've got the curb appeal, you want to have mm -hmm. your front door area really ready um, for if it, for anybody coming past. Even when they see the sign up, they know the house is for sale, and you'll get a lot of attention, won't you? You'll get a lot mm -hmm. of people you coming do. past and having a look. So you do, um, but I think as well, even the buyers, if the buyers don't come to view until after the new year, many of them probably have already hopped in their car, as you say, Susan, um, during the holidays. Um, mm -hmm. And they're driving around to look at the homes from the outside because they want to feel for what it's like outside. Obviously, they've seen some of the pictures with us. They'll have seen their video, um, a lot of what's inside. But a lot of people want to see what's on the outside. They want to see where the location of the property is within the area that they're looking at. They want to see 
perhaps even what the neighbouring properties are like. They want to see the outside activity that's going on. Yeah. So I think it's really important for you um, as a seller as well to give them something to remember your home with um, and some of your tasteful mm -hmm. seasonal touches that we're talking about. So seasonal charm is what people are kind of looking for as well. And it's that curb appeal, as you said, Susan, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they're, they're not wanting to come past and see a massive gigantic Santa Claus in the front garden. Eh? You want something tasteful. Um, mm. I mean, a nice little wreath on your front door. They're quite charming, aren't they? So you'll mm -hmm. come past and it's time coming as well when you see that. So um, another thing too is, if somebody's coming on a drive-by, they're looking at your property, I think they want to see what your roof and your gutter in looks like as well. Um, they mm -hmm. want to make sure it's well maintained, so it's a case of try where possible. Yeah, you can have your lights out, but try, try not cover the parts that they want to see if we were the buyer. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of important. Mm -hmm. keeping, Definitely, keeping you don't want to be well you don't want to obscure the views. Yeah, you're right. You don't want to be obscuring all the views and um, mm -hmm. you know having big Santas climbing mm -hmm. up chimneys and things like that are not always a great idea. Although they're great for kids, it's not great if you're selling your house. But I think classic warm. Um, white fairy lights, as we mentioned earlier, they're always magical and they're quite nice. You can put them in your tree branches. We, I'm seeing that a lot in our street just now. People have kind of decorated the trees that are in their garden rather than putting new ones in, which I think is a nice thing. Um, you can spread them among your plants, mm -hmm. um, along your walls, and it, it does look quite nice and, and warming and welcoming, Susan, doesn't it? It really does. Even at your floor, having a wee porch lamp on um, with your reef at the front door, just a wee because um, you get lovely baskets at the moment, even that sitting at your front, that looks lovely. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, I think as well, for me, I've done quite a lot in regards to lighting. So you see now quite a lot as well in the walkways of the Scandinavian style, you know, the LED lamp sticks that you get. Um, they're quite nice along the walkways and your yeah. pathways as well. And definitely benefited from them this week with all that snow and ice that we've had as well, which was kind of covering up all the beautiful parts of your garden. So it was kind of nice to display that. Although having said that, my bird baths and bird feeders and everything, they looked fantastic in the snow. That was quite a nice kind of winter wonderland look. So hopefully people like that. <laughs> they, they certainly did actually. Yeah, they look nice in the winter, don't they, with the snow? Your garden looked amazing actually. Um, and that's just like, if you've got a nice lawn in the front, even a couple of um, LED lights on the grass on the lawn, it looks quite nice, quite tasteful. Mm -hmm. Just brightens mm -hmm. the garden up. It looks quite welcoming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It kind of gives yeah. the lawn a bit of a yuletide twinkle, doesn't it? It's always quite nice and warming and uh, appealing for people mm -hmm. going by. Um, so now the front of your home mm -hmm. looks irresistibly inviting. Um, why not continue that magic into your garden or your balconies? Um, you know, it's not everybody that will have um, a big garden area. But, you know, some people you can really decorate mm -hmm. balconies and courtyards and make them beautiful as well. Um, we actually did a winter garden blog as mm -hmm. well. Um, so, again, the link will be on this. If you want to have a wee look and you can get some feelings for that. But there's lovely ways that you can do that with tasteful, as you say, pots and lights, Susan, and make it look nice if you've got like a little balcony or courtyard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep. It's just basically sharing the local festive spirit, isn't it? Mm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, I think, I think that's one of the things. Not on you go. Yes. Uh -huh. So every buyer's decision when they're choosing a home. Yep. Um, it's a case that if you can talk to your agent about highlighting your neighbourhood's um, atmosphere at this time of year within your property, 
um, trying to get your photographs and your description to highlight a bit about your area when they're actually posting these on for you. Um, so what's your thoughts on that then, Perry? How, how could we do that? I think it's really important actually it's one of the things that we also do when we're doing the viewing so it's not just about highlighting it in the descriptions um or the videos or, or anything like that it's more about um your agent as well if your agent's doing the viewings it's really important that your agent understands what's going on around about that village town that street um and i'm not just talking like knowing where the schools and that are it's about the activities um, you know, finding out from the buyer mm -hmm. what they kind of like and what their lifestyle is and really trying to promote around the area the things that they can enjoy within that lifestyle um, because actually it's not just the house that they're buying, it's a, a lifestyle that they're buying. They're moving to that property for not just the property, it's everything surrounding the property as well and what it can bring to them as a person or a family or as a, as a couple. Um, it's the things that you do with your working time and your living at home time, isn't it? Oh, certainly, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, example of that, um, something that the adults can enjoy as well as the kids, because it's always about the kids usually when you move to a house, um, but you want to highlight if there's something yet for you to, to do enjoy as well. Um, I mean, that's the purpose of your move. You're moving home, it's your neighbourhood, it's everything else that's surrounding. So, for example, I'd like to know, is there a nice restaurant for eating? Um, mm -hmm. I, I kind of like um, old country places, so something with a log fire, that's my kind of mm -hmm. thing. So if they have that, highlight it, let people know about it, because everybody likes something different, and there's something for everybody. And of course, the, the buyer will have looked into that area before they've went there, so there's a reason why they want to move there. That you can help them along by telling them, right, we'll have, we'll have that. There's a community that does this. Um, so, yeah, it's just about trying imagination. You're trying to sell something to someone. So, opening up their imagination to things that there is there for them to go um, outside the house. Yeah, it's like Jim said as well, though, at the beginning, it's like people are, it's their dream home. So, it's everything in their, their minds that they are wishing for is coming with that house so it's really about understanding that and you make a good point there about things that are going on in the local community um i had that situation even two weeks ago when i was doing uh viewing on a saturday and the church across the road um they had their opening christmas fete that day um and the viewer was kind of enjoying looking around the house mm -hmm. and we were standing outside we were having a little chat and i said mm -hmm. you know do you know the area well I was telling them about what was in the local area that they could benefit from and i says oh and by the way it says the church just across the road they've got their christmas fate opening today um and they were like oh that sounds lovely that sounds lovely and that was fine so then later on i went over to the church mm -hmm. to do a community video about it and um, just so that other people could see that it was on and perhaps get some more foot traffic along for the event to promote the event um, and actually, I bumped into the viewers. They'd actually gone across and were buying some nice knickknacks. So that was great. Mhm, mm mhm, mm definitely. Um, if it makes, I mean, if it makes them think about the property, the area, your neighbourhood's important because you spend. It's the biggest purchase that you're going to do is buying a house, and it's the biggest mm -hmm. decision when you're going to move. So it's not just always about the house. It's about what's going on around about you isn't it definitely and i think at this time of year as well we, we i mean we're doing the kind of something for the weekend show on a friday and that is about promoting what's going on in local communities but again around that house as well it's like what local events are taking place you know 
at this time of year particularly you're looking at maybe carol concerts christmas plays and pantos etc so again it's about promoting those as well to the individual so that they can actually envisage themselves living there having a life there having social interaction there meeting new friends because they might be out of area so it's a nice way to kind of introduce all of mm -hmm. that um certainly here as well there's mm -hmm. quite a lot of activity wise we i mean we're blessed living in these nuke as well but you know we've got the ice rink in kirkcaldy so you know if somebody was interested in that type of thing it's making sure that they know about that we've got all the markets that we do you know there's the bowhouse one a, a, along the coast and the lots of christmas markets that are mm -hmm. going on locally this weekend as well light trails again if you go to suburban park they've got so many activities on in that the window cafe so you know it's a freezing cold day like it is today and you're maybe taking the dog or the kids out for a wee walk along the park it's great to go along there. They're doing like hot chocolate and marshmallows and cakes and scones and all that kind of thing. So again, it's about people thinking that's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Taking the dog and the kids for a walk. It's cold, getting a nice chocolate drink, walking around. It just feels magical, doesn't it? It certainly does. And it's really kind of good. If you've got photos and so on of activities that you've taken part in or people like... Um, um, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, they do the jump in, they see the loony, is it the loony duke or something? The loony duke, yeah. Like that. If you have um, something special like that, yeah, is it the loony duke, yeah. Um, even have a wee photo album with kind of nice photos and say I participated in this. This is what happened in the neighbourhood. Um, we all got involved and show some photographs, have a wee, it doesn't have to be a book that they're going to sit and go through and spend lots of time, just a couple of photographs to say, oh, we participated in that, this is an event mm -hmm. that goes every year. So that's kind of interesting as well for the person, just to see that the community comes together. Mm -hmm. I think it is really important what you're saying there, it's, um, because it is a big purchase and people do spend a lot of time at home. And I was actually at a property the other day um, that we're currently bringing to market. And it's quite an old property. There's been lots of uses within the home, lots of history within the home. And it was really nice, actually, right in the entrance to the property, they had a photo frame and it was the story of the house um, and all the ages that the house had been there. Um, and it was really really nice I'd, I'd never seen anything like that before and it was lovely and then coincidentally actually i was at another property last week um and right down at the bottom almost like where your your double sockets would be for your power for your plug points um it was like a little photo frame and i was it was so odd i couldn't work out what it was and actually what it was is the owner when they moved in and they were decorating and they'd been scraping the wallpaper off and underneath it there was someone's name and signature and the date and it was 1927 um so what the owner did rather than oh, paint wow. over it i know so they were actually taking the paper off to paint over the walls and rather than paint over the that part of the wall mm -hmm. they actually left the original part of the wall with the person's mm -hmm. name and signature and, and put a little photo frame around it so it was almost like a picture Oh, that's brilliant. That just reminds me of another house that we viewed actually um, in the kitchen. They had the original in the kitchen. I just thought that was brilliant leaving that there. It was something from the 1900s as well. It was a lovely bit. I mean, the kitchen was modernised, um, but this bell was left. It was amazing. It's really nice. So things like and that, it's nice that's good to keep. Yeah. People want to see that history of a house, um, but also the history of the, of the area as well. Mm -hmm. So again, really important um, that not only the mm -hmm. seller um, can share with us 
the story of the house and the area and mm -hmm. the journey that they've been on where they've lived there because it allows us to kind of pass that on and people are interested in that aren't they um but i think it's important as well for mm -hmm. your agents mm -hmm. as well to know the local area what is going on what is accessible um and what fun things that families can and professional people and sporty people you know whatever that their thing is um can actually enjoy from living there mm -hmm. oh definitely perry yep definitely um i think your agent needs to be well organized for going out as well because if you go out that person's relying on the sellers relying on you giving that information because you're doing that job for them so and then the buyer needs that information and not everybody has the same imagination as you and I might have about going into a property mm -hmm. um, and envisaging how your furniture would look. Mm -hmm. So it's like mm -hmm. taking them and walking them through that, isn't it? It's a journey, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's 100%. And um, I have a client at the moment who is one of the ones I mentioned earlier about the fact that we're putting everything together now to get ready for the, the Christmas sale. Um, and again, it's about us listening you know yes we're the professionals yes we understand how to promote and advertise and market but actually we need all that valuable information from the client and the client actually has shared quite a bit of detail and suggestions for what they would like us to tell um, in regards to the story of the house so again it's making sure that you have that relationship where it's a collaboration really with your client as well yes we're the professionals it's a wee bit like Gordon Ramsay being at the past you know nothing goes out without us kind of being happy with it but we do welcome those suggestions because that does help us promote it in the best way that we can. Yep, you're absolutely right. So do you want to move in for summer 23? What do you think, Perry? Uh, well, I think if you live in Fife and you'd like to sell your home and you want to be moving by 2023 in the summer, we've just said at the opening of the discussions here that it's going to take you at least three to four months to do your conveying thing on average at the moment. So, you know, getting yourself ready to market is a couple of weeks. Finding yourself a buyer could maybe take two to four weeks, maybe longer. It's about making sure that actually you're you're ready to go to make that summer move happen. So if you would like some advice on that, then certainly feel free to reach out. Um, you can message us here directly or contact any of the, the team um, separately um, through any of our social media channels or at the offices. And um, we'd be more than happy to help you. Um, if you find anything useful in regards to what we said or you'd like us to cover it more, reach out. But all the links to the, the discussions that we've had are also going to be in the post today. So feel free to, to click on those and you'll get a bit more information in regards to how you could potentially do that. And Susan, thank you very much for the, the welcoming this morning and for looking very bright and smiley considering we had a Christmas night out last night. <laughs> Absolutely fine though. Us older ones behaved ourselves, didn't we? We put the sensible hats on, didn't we? So anyway, thanks very much, Susan. Thank you very much, everyone out there who's been listening and watching. And uh, reach out to us if you can and have a fabulous weekend. Stay safe in the icy roads, guys. Enjoy all the activities that are going on in Fife this weekend and take care. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.